welcome to the St. Nick's Holy Week podcast, Walking the Way of the Cross. In this series, we will follow in the footsteps of Jesus on his journey to the cross. With each episode, we will draw closer and closer to the moment of his death, and eventually, our final station will bring us to the moment of his resurrection, to the empty tomb on Easter Sunday. Each episode will focus on one of the 15 biblical stations of the cross. For each station, there will be a short reading, followed by three reflections from different perspectives, and ending in a time of prayer. Each part will be read by a member of our congregation here at St. Nick's. The reflections are from Walking the Way of the Cross, written by Stephen Cottrell, Paula Gooder, and Philip North. There are images that accompany each station, which were created by Nicholas Markell. These can be found on our website at stnicks.org.uk backslash Holy Week. You may want to find the one for this episode before you begin. We hope that this resource would encourage you during this week, and we pray that wherever you are and in whatever circumstance you find yourself, you would more fully be able to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ this Easter. For more information or resources, please visit stnicks.org.uk. Welcome to this podcast. Both before and after our station and reflections, we'll have a short series of gathering prayers and concluding prayers. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus told his disciples, If any wants become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will find it. Once we were far off, but now in union with Christ Jesus, we have been brought near through the shedding of Christ's blood, for he is our peace. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, who in your tender love towards the human race sent your Son, our Saviour Jesus Christ, to take upon him flesh and to suffer death upon the cross. Grant that we may follow the example of his patience and humility and also be made partakers of his resurrection. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and for ever. Amen. Holy God, holy and strong, holy and immortal, have mercy upon us. We now have our station and our reflections. The third station. Jesus condemned by the Sanhedrin. We adore you, O Christ, and we bless you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. A reading from the Gospel according to Mark, Mark chapter 14, verses 55 to 64. 
Now the chief priests and the whole council were looking for testimony against Jesus to put him to death, but they found none. For many gave false testimony against him, and their testimony did not agree. Some stood up and gave false testimony against him, saying, We heard him say, I will destroy this temple that is made with hands, and in three days I will build another not made with hands. But even on this point their testimony did not agree. Then the high priest stood up before them and asked Jesus, Have you no answer? What is it that they testify against you? But he was silent and did not answer. Again the high priest asked him, Are you the Messiah, the Son of the Blessed One? Jesus said, I am. And you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of the power, and coming with the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his clothes and said, Why do we still need witnesses? You have heard this blasphemy. What is your decision? All of them condemned him as deserving death. And now our reflections for today. Today's first reflection is written by Philip North. I am. I'm not upset that you lied to me. I'm upset that from now on I can't believe you, Friedrich Nietzsche is quoted as saying. Nothing is as corrosive of human relationship as lying. Most of us can handle mistakes, ineptitude, naivety, laziness or gross stupidity as long as they are done honestly. What infuriates us is being lied to. Here we find Jesus surrounded by lies. The Council of the Sanhedrin is stuffed full of people set up to give false testimony and their lies are so stupid and ill-prepared that they even contradict each other. In comparison to all these lies, the utter truthfulness of Jesus is almost shocking. Are you the Messiah? The high priest asks in a question intended to trap. I am, says Jesus. Simple as that. And those words, I am, are much more than a yes. In the Jewish scriptures, they are the name of God himself. It is not just that Jesus speaks the truth. He is the truth. In the midst of a courtroom full of liars stands the God of pure truth. Jesus demonstrates the power of raw honesty. Here he stands alongside all those who, in a world of lies and fake news, tell the truth without fear. Those people, often unnamed and usually abused, who call out corruption, who give voice to the poor or who make a stand for justice in the workplace, are Christ in our midst. Today's second reflection is written by Paula Gooder. They did not agree. One of the most confusing elements of accounts that record the run-up to Jesus' death is the account of the trial. Mark's trial narrative is possibly the most confusing of all. In it, he makes various claims. That Jesus' opponents couldn't find any testimony against him. That they gave false testimony. And that their testimony did not agree. He even says that some gave quote, false testimony when they reported that Jesus had said that he would destroy this temple and build it up in three days. When in John's gospel, 
though admittedly not in Mark's, Jesus appears to say precisely this, John 2, 19-21. Unsurprisingly, there is extensive discussion by scholars about the story, with questions focused around whether the accusations against Jesus were true or false, whether the trial was actually a trial or a hearing, and whether, in any case, the council, also known as the Sanhedrin, had the authority to try Jesus in the first place. Such questions, important though they are, risk missing the point. What is going on here is a vivid depiction of confusion and desperation. Those accusing Jesus reacted against him viscerally, but had not worked out what lay behind their reaction. As a result, their accusations were wild, inconsistent, and contradictory. In contrast, Jesus exudes stillness and a considered focus. Knowing who you are and why you do what you do at a time of crisis is vital. Without this, chaos ensues. Our third reflection for today was written by Stephen Cottrell. He was silent. He wouldn't really answer their questions. That frustrated us as much as them. We wanted him simple. We wanted him plain. But he comes to us all in the frail, undignified vulnerability of flesh. I am. That's what he kept on saying. I am the bread. I am the vine. I am the truth. I am the way. That was all he had to say when they arrested him. I am he. And it was all they needed him to say to kill him. For these are the words that God said to Moses when he refused to answer his question straight. I am who I am. I will be what I will be. So they didn't look for anything else. They missed the overwhelming silence of his presence before them, which was, if they could have seen it, the breath that is between one movement of the dance ending and another about to start. I didn't see it either. I too was disillusioned. I too was unprepared for the music he would sing. Though I am learning that he is like bread, broken. And he is like wine, poured. And he is a truth I never dreamed of. He is a way I find it hard to follow. How is it that the way to life leads straight to dying? Let us pray. Lord Jesus, you were the victim of religious bigotry. Be with those who are persecuted by small-minded authority. You face the condemnation of fearful hearts. Deepen the understanding of those who shut themselves off from the experience and wisdom of others. To you, Jesus, unjustly judged victim, be honour and glory with the Father and the Holy Spirit, now and for ever. Amen. Holy God, holy and strong, holy and immortal, have mercy upon us. Let us pray for the coming of God's kingdom in the words our Saviour taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. 
your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and for ever. Amen. Let us pray. Most merciful God, who by the death and resurrection of your Son Jesus Christ delivered and saved the world, grant that by faith in him who suffered on the cross we may triumph in the power of his victory. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and for ever. Amen. Christ was manifested in the body, vindicated in the spirit, seen by angels, proclaimed among the nations, believed in throughout the world, glorified in high heaven. We adore you, O Christ, and we bless you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. May God bless us, that in us may be found love and humility, obedience and thanksgiving, discipline, gentleness and peace. Amen. Thank you for listening to the St. Nick's Holy Week podcast, Walking the Way of the Cross. Join us tomorrow for another episode as we journey closer to the cross of Christ. The readings and prayers used in this episode are from Common Worship, Times and Seasons. The reflections are from the book Walking the Way of the Cross and written by Stephen Cottrell, Paula Gooder, and Philip North. Published 2019 by Church House Publishing. Copyright 2019 by the Archbishop's Council. Narrated by members of St. Nick's Durham. Original music by Sam Rankin. Special thanks to Philip Alsop, Brandon Hurlbert, and to everyone who made this project possible.